Taylor started into the party. He's Bill Mudder and Daniel Ruiz. We've got a couple of spaders beat me. We missed the first time around. We also go. Animation, but well, <laughs> you have a little stroke. I there. fucked all that up. I had a little stroke. Uh, yeah. Did you have Rico some of that 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 juice that Joe uh, Carioca gives to Donald at the end of this cartoon? Mm-hmm. Go through Disney through the decades section and the Disney through the decades. Disney plot. Wow, man. Wow. I need more caffeine. <laughs> Melting down. High energy Sunday morning. Recording. Disney Plus. Yeah. Disney through the decades. Trying to talk too fast. Trying to talk like Jose. Jose. Ow. I also got Which a I guess bad I didn't neck. realize he's speaking Portuguese. It's not Spanish. Mm. I can never. Well, that's what they talk in Brazil. Yeah. That's I... what they talk in Brazil. I, man. He's, you're talking better than me talking. Jeez, I'm tripping on my own tongue here today. We're talking about Saludos de Amigos today. Yeah, go to Saludos Disney Amigos, Plus. Not go to Disney through the decades mm -hmm. in the search section. Mm -hmm. And we're about, I think we're about halfway through the 1940s tier. Um, yeah. We are talking today about the first of the Latin American themed uh, feature films that Disney put out. And then this is also the first, not that there's that many, they put out this and, and Three Caballeros, but. Uh, I guess this is also the first of several um, features that Disney put out that essentially is just collecting a bunch of new shorts linked together by some kind of random theme. I think that's like what Fun and Fancy Free is too. There's going to be a couple yeah. more features in our immediate future that are going to be kind of like this where it's just a bunch of random bits and pieces of the studio just kind of bolted together and said, yep, that's a feature film. <laughs> Pay us money to see this. Yeah. Um, so what's your, what's your experiences with... Have you ever seen Saludos Amigos before? I had no I anything haven't. about it. No. no yeah. I only knew of Three Amigos. Uh, we should be talking about Three Amigos. A plethora. We will. Of a Three Amigos. Or not Three Amigos. Three Caballeros. Three yeah. Caballeros. Um, this also throws me off, because if we're talking about Brazil, it's not necessarily the Spanish pronunciation, because, yeah, it's not It's not Jose. It's, it's Jose. It's a little bit of a difference, because I know the Portuguese when you get... Yeah, well, it's... Well, death does a fuck up on it. So do you, oh, did you Joe, look up any... Oh, Joe, I'm not even, not even going to try to pronounce anything correctly <laughs> exactly. in this. Did you, know, is, did you know anything about the background of this? Why this is, exists or anything like that? No, I meant to look stuff up, but I guess. <sighs> my... Bizet. My only reference for why this movie exists was... I've mentioned this a couple times in the past, but there is an amazingly fantastic book. I don't know. It seems like most of the book has got to be bullshit, but... It makes for a fascinating counterpoint to other biographies of Walt Disney. Um, in the 90s, someone put out a book called Walt Disney, Hollywood's Dark Prince, I think it's called. And it's this book that's all about, like... That's very dire. It's exactly sound. the kind of book that you would think that title Dark had. Prince. Dark Prince. And that book has all kinds of, like, fucked up supposed stories about, like, Walt Disney and this and that and stuff like that. How he accidentally killed his parents and... All kinds of stuff like that. Well, accidentally killed his mom, I think it was, because he bought when he got rich, he bought his parents a new house, and it turns out the house had a faulty gas furnace, and they died from asphyxiation. So he always felt fucked up about that for the rest of his life. I mean, that is true. That is what happened. But of course, the book really makes a meal out of any kind of dark thing in Disney's past. And one of the big things this book supposes is, I guess there were rumors that Walt Disney, his mom was a lady from South America that his dad had fucked at some point. I don't know if his dad was, like, stationed overseas and fucked a lady, or if she was an American and she was, like, a housemaid that he fucked or something like that. But supposedly, supposedly Walt Disney always had this suspicion that his mom was not the same mom of his, like, brother and stuff like that. And so according to this book, 
They said that as soon as Walt Disney started getting rich and famous, he got in touch with a fucking uh, J. Edgar Hoover from, I guess it wasn't the FBI yet, but it was going to become the FBI soon. And it was like, hey, can you look into this thing about how I think my mom is secretly this Latin American lady who lives in South America. And supposedly the trip that they are documenting in Saludos Amigos to South America was just a cover for Walt Disney to go down and visit his actual birth mom that the uh, J. Edgar Hoover had found. And why, but but <laughs> why would you need to do that? You could just say I'm going on vacation to Brazil. I know I'm exactly. Walt, that's, I'm that's, Walt fucking Disney. That's the thing with conspiracy theories about this. Like, there's always a kind of the best. Yeah, why would he suddenly need to announce to the world and take a half his? Well, I guess the other thing too, uh, the more <laughs> well documented version of what was going on too. Uh, this was they 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 uh, took this trip down to South America, while the 1941 Disney animator animator strike was going on, and so Walt Disney he was like, man, this place Places are me fucking nuts. I need to get the fuck out of this country for a while, blow some steam. And so he spent a couple months down in South America while I guess his brother must have been trying to take care of the, the strike while uh, Walt was away. And so I guess he took whatever animators that weren't on strike, I guess, to South America to do this thing. And that is true. I mean, that is the Walt Disney Company will at least admit to that. They will not admit to Walt Disney who was trying to search for his baby mom in South America. But. So I guess they decided to take that trip, and uh, and one, I guess the government's explanation for why this thing exists is because um, this is like 1941 when this thing was started making. It was right at the beginning of America's involvement in World War II. The American government was really worried about how South American governments, like Argentina and Brazil and stuff like that, I guess they were really simpatico with like the Nazi governments. Which is how later, how they explained that, like, all the suspicions when Nazi Germany fell, so many of these Nazis supposedly snuck off to the South American, like, Argentina and stuff like that. And so, I guess 1941 was the beginning of that relationship between South America and the Nazis. And so, in order to counteract that, the, the, those, like, political tightenings between uh, Germany and South America, they, uh, the American government wanted to create, like, a big PR campaign of, like, no, America is best friends with South America. We're gonna send Walt Disney down there and talk about how good friends America is with South America and create this big PR ca campaign to say, hey, South American governments, if you're friendlier with us than you are with Germany, we'll send you a whole bunch of tourism by, we'll have Walt Disney do this propaganda film about how great you guys are. And so that's, and also Disney needed the money, too, because right at the start of World War II, uh, Disney had lost half its revenue because all the theaters overseas had closed, and so he was very thankful for the government to essentially pay for the for for, for the Disney company to make this film as a mm -hmm. PR, political early World War II stuff. There's a whole bunch of things going on uh, to justify the creation of this film, but so it eventually wound up with the government footing the bill for Walt Disney and his most loyal animators to go down to South America for a couple months and. And draw ladies in Peru with wearing funny hats and llamas and stuff like that. And then they came back and made a bunch of shorts about how... Come to South America! It's not the hellhole you think it is! It's actually got people and running water and... And... Which... Also reading about the history of this film, I guess this Saludos Amigos and Three Caballeros were the turning point for American perceptions about South America. Um, which is funny to say in 2020, as fucked up racist and insane America is towards, you know, anyone who lives south of the border. But I guess in 1941, everyone's attitudes of what life in South America 
was like was even worse than it is now. And so this is the first time I guess a lot of Americans saw that like, oh yeah, no, there's like actual like fashionable clubs, there's beautiful ladies on high heels, like South America's kind of sophisticated, it's a cool, cool place to be. And I guess this is the start of the rehabilitation of South America and in Americans' eyes, was as, I mean, I guess, I don't know if the political stuff with the Nazis and everything worked for America like they wanted to, but at least in terms of like, bringing more American well, tourism yeah. to South America, I guess this, this propaganda film when worked. Did when did the, the movie with Claude Rains come out that we watched? Oh, God, not Casablanca, but what else did we it's say? A, it was the Hitchcock one. Notorious. Sus, n yeah, Notorious. Yeah. Because that was all about Nazis in South America. Was it? That would have been right. Actually, that's yeah. probably... Maybe if not this time, but like right, it would have been like the 1940s. Maybe after, right after World War II, like Notorious... Movie, not notorious. Big. Uh, not wait, no, not 2000, 1946. So it was like right after World War Two. I would have completely forgotten about. Oh yeah, it takes place in uh, Rio de Janeiro. I totally forgot about that. Yeah. So yeah, that's only five. Of course years you did. Oh, <laughs> to be fair, also we should talk about. We should celebrate tiniest of little celebrations for our 250th episode. Um, that we did record. Oh, is that this one? Supposedly, according to my oh, okay. numbering things. Um, <laughs> Notorious was a little while ago for us. That was probably at least like a good hundred episodes ago or something. Um, so yeah, I guess this is the first exposure of America to like... Cha -cha 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 -cha. It's funny that this movie even has the Brazil song from like Monty Python or from uh, Terry Gilliam's Brazil, which I thought was kind of funny. Mm. But there's not much to talk about plot-wise because this movie is just... There's no plot. There's like, what, th three or four cartoon shorts? Mixed in with live-action footage of the Disney animators going, Look at these people! Well, it's, uh, Disney was like, Hey, we sent a plane full of white dudes down to <laughs> Brazil rather than hiring one person of color yeah. so to make art of their culture. So, Which, of course... They, well, they also, here's how we interpreted it as white people. Yeah, I guess they, you know, they didn't... I guess when they went down there, they didn't think that much about filming themselves, because I don't think they were thinking about using their own live-action footage as the linking material for the shorts. No. And so I guess retroactively, they had to stage themselves boarding on a plane, year like a year later, just to kind of like be like, oh yeah, we always meant this for to be a documentary about ourselves going overseas. So. And also, I assume that they, they, their cameras did not have microphones, since everything is... Is dubbed ah yeah, dubbed exactly, over yeah. with. If you later. hear me, yeah. If you hear me go ah for that, it's because yeah. I got a giant kink in my neck and I turned my head oh, too fast. No, I'm glad we're gonna. And do it was a bad time. Glad this is gonna be a short episode this week then. Um, don't say that because then we're gonna do three hours in Brazil. Exactly. Uh, it's funny too because later someone, I guess to justify why they're drawing things, they're like, we were not allowed to bring cameras with us. Despite the fact that when he says that we're watching live-action footage of these people <laughs> on a plane. And so yeah. that's why he's like, but I guess we were allowed to bring typewriters and we could sketch things from the airplane. Which, I mean, I think that's later in the film, but I don't know if you want to go through this whole movie like chronologically or anything like that. Yeah, yeah. I There's not much to talk about. I mean, yeah. I've only got like two and a half pages the of notes, two, so. Get on an airplane. The our airplane, I can't even say airplane today. Airplane turns into a cartoon. Then they run into well, Donald Duck. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, whatever. Yeah. But you gotta try not to giggle when they say, like, titty caca, a whole bunch. 
Oh, you know what the terrible thing is? This is my this is me showing off my American education here. If you'd stuck a gun to my head before I'd watched this, I would have sworn on a stack of Bibles that like Titty Kaka was like in Utah or something like mm. that. I did not realize it was in the Andes. Cucamonga, uh, Seattle. This is Seattle. <laughs> That's the one the phone we finds funniest. Okay. Yeah, hey, I hope you enjoy watching Grandpa's vacation footage. Um. I was going to pull for audio for the break for this week's episode, Patty and Selma, mm -hmm. on their vacation slides, mm -hmm. that drives mm -hmm. Homer to go make the um, Flaming Homer. I thought yeah. they had gone to South America. I, th I No, they're like in like Czechoslovakia or something like that. I was kind of bummed to find out that like they, I couldn't use that audio for this week's episode. Aww. It just totally is Grandpa's fucking slideshow of... Ew, it's, <laughs> it's funny, too, because like, growing up like reading National Geographic and stuff, I'm so used to seeing footage of... like. I guess they end up in Peru first, so you, so you get to see the stereotypical thing of everyone's wearing, like, serapes with, like, little bowler hats and stuff like that. And it's funny to think this is kind of, like, in terms of, like, that stereotype for American... For Americans, this is maybe, like, the first time, like, a lot of Americans saw this, kind of, like... Yeah, women with bowler hats on llamas and stuff like that. <laughs> I like that the... Uh, you got lots of bowler hats down there. It's I don't uh, understand that weird fashion. It's, like, this weird mix of, like... Yeah, it's I, like I, it's I another it's country cool or something. Yeah. I like that the, 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 the voiceover guy says, their music is strange and exotic, and it's the fucking flute, man. Come it's, on. That's, well, welcome to 1941 white people, where it's the flute is like, what is well, that? Well, 1941 white doing? people, you mean walking haystacks, and it plays, quote-unquote, Chinese music? Yeah. The donkeys walk? Uh, See, I, I mean, I guess uh, did they not bother to like audio record anything down there? They like, took a bunch of filmed footage, but like that's what they, I was saying. You know, when they came back, they were like, I, I could see the guy who did the music for this for this movie going, okay, so like, give me the recordings of all the like native music that you took while you're down there, so I can replicate that for the rest of the film. They're like, oh shit, we didn't even think about that. We'll just make up some Chinese shit. <laughs> Is, Make it sound exotic. It doesn't have to worry about if, if it's, it sounds correct or not, but yeah. Is this movie racist? <sighs> you know what? There was one part where Donald Duck... Oh no, something they're gonna draw like two cans and, and like Donald Duck sticks his hand on a black pot of ink and my butthole clenched. Because <laughs> that was the one... I, was wait, I spent the whole movie waiting for this shit to go sideways real quick. Yeah. It never quite goes that way. <laughs> it's... Yeah. It's... They... This is... Like, I can't tell if the... the uh, Yeah. The, this part right here with the... If the drawings of the people yeah, playing instruments now, yeah. and stuff... I can't tell? As... I, I don't think because we as two white guys... Because that's not a caricature you usually get. Yeah, we as two white guys are probably not the ones to ask whether or not this is free. Or to get to determine whether or not this is racist or not. But at least to me, yeah. I'm like... For 19... This could have been a lot worse, at least. Even if it is racist. It's funny, too, because I think a lot of these sketches are actually... It's Mary Blair. I saw her name show up in the credits. And you could totally... Mm -hmm. I could totally see this... She, her on this trip would have inspired... I, I don't know if this is true or not, but I'm totally like, oh, this is totally Luke, where she must have gotten the idea for it's a small world after all. Because, like, like she's drawing these little, like, kids and stuff like that. They totally look like little dolls from that shit. Um, but yeah, I guess it's Mary Blair drawings that lead right into fucking Donald Duck at Lake Titicaca. <laughs> Titicaca. I'm assuming even in 1941 that had to be kind of a giggle-worthy. Because they knew about, they called them tits. It's not like tit, tit was like a thing that came up in the, like, you know, right? I guess they I don't say know. titty caca. They specifically have Donald Duck at 
Lake Titicaca. They could have had him. Yeah. They could have the short take place anywhere else. I guess we're up to the short unless I missed anything. No. Oh, no, God. you didn't miss shit. Yeah. There's nothing to miss. Well, I guess this is kind of like almost like a normal target of the party. Uh, Disney through the decades, where we're just talking about a bunch of shorts, except there's fewer shorts and there's just some live action stuff to make fun of in between, but yeah. Yeah. Like, apparently it's at a high elevation, and he describes the symptoms, the voiceover guy, of various what happens when you're at that high elevation, and yeah. Donald gets them all, so they can animate it. Just funny stuff, I, yeah. I, I do like when... Ever they draw Donald with the blues around his eyes to show that he's freaking out. Yeah. I like the way they do that. I Donald Duck having a heart attack in any situation. Is, I mean, that's half <laughs> the reason why he's funny, just because like he's like they do such yeah. a good job of him falling apart. Yeah, they'll get on a boat made of reeds, which can't be destroyed except by <laughs> the Inquisitor tourist. <laughs> no, who are no. totally not us. Yeah. And now the kid spends five minutes playing a flute for a llama while it dance. Oh god, I forgot about this. This goes on for a while. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Then Donald wants to try, so he puts on all that kid's clothes and farts up on the flute. Make a llama. You're not it. wrong. Until it... I'm not wrong. <laughs> That's the best way to put it. Until he plays a jazzy tune, and then that ends, and then Donald goes for a hike on with the 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 llama. This is pretty much the rest up. of the cartoon. Is this the, the mm -hmm. stick? Yeah. Up a hill to shitty rope suspension bridge, which scares Donald, fucks up the bridge. Some real dangerous stuff happens, and the narrator says, "You must focus, and Donald. Don't lose your temper." And Donald says, "Shut up, you big windbag." He sounds. I like how legitimately angry he sounds. Yeah, no, yeah, no, it's great. Up. Yeah, and it, it's, it's not your typical Donald. Shut up. There's something. something he's a little there. more panicked. I mean, he's in the middle of a very <laughs> precarious situation when he says, "Shut yeah. up." He's not in a position of power here. Um, yeah, I should also point out that. There is some kind of magic that llamas hold over artists. That, like, mm -hmm. anytime, like, a, most artists run into a llama, they just have to draw the shit out of that llama. And they actually do have a pretty good cartoon llama that, that Donald Duck is hanging out with here. There's something about the pompous nature of a llama, despite the fact that it looks so ridiculous, that, that is really appealing to a lot of people, I guess. Because every time I've ever gone, like, on a trip to the zoo with artists and stuff like that, everyone's always like, Oh my god, I gotta draw that llama! So this is a pretty cute llama that... Donald has to wrestle with for the rest of the cartoon. Yeah, eventually he falls off the bridge, lands in a bunch of pots, and swims away with pots all over him. Then that's just the, kind of the end of with the cartoon, the, right? With some some little dude with pointy ears and greens chasing after him, saying, HAP! 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 I agree. Your silence is deafening. <laughs> I do not! I'm watching it now, and I don't see the part where Donald's being chased by anybody. He's not, that's because Link likes to destroy bots. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> I get it, because you're making an impression. Do you pick it up from the hop, hip, hop sounds that Link does? I know to self, what's the time mark? Go back, put in the Jeopardy <laughs> question music. Do, 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 the process of that joke. <laughs> I really was me just like... Okay, 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 okay. I always like it when I, I make a joke, but you seem to think it's something that really is gonna happen. <laughs> wow! And we're watching cartoons, anything can happen. I'm not in a video game frame of mind, so... And especially yeah. with me watching it now, I'm like... Cause I was like, did, did Daniel watch, like, the non-Disney Plus version of this or something? <laughs> Maybe, like, there was like, a little green guy who got edited out because of racism or something? But yeah. <laughs> Maybe. God. Anyway, <laughs> again, anyway. also the excuses. It's 10 a.m. on a Sunday morning. Um, uh, my, my brain's never working that well to begin mm -hmm. with. But yeah. But yeah so that's back the end of that on cartoon. the plane. Yeah. 
back on a plane, white men come up with a boring kid plane drawing and write an equally boring story about it, and now you oh gotta my. watch the boring story. This is story. actually kind of, like... So, I, yeah, I grew up watching, like, uh, what's the name? The the Tugboat, Little Toot. I want to go back and see Some of the is... other vehicle ones. This one is absolutely dreadful. I don't think I ever saw it, because it sucks I, ass. Did, did Disney do something else like this? Because I remember, like, there, must, there, there has to be a couple, like weird yeah. anthropomorphic vehicles like or maybe yeah, warner yeah, yeah. brothers did there's one, one with cars. cars yeah i was gonna say cause one I, with cars because i could swear i remember there's a weird one where like a beat like a mother pregnant mother car gives birth and there's like a nervous car dad and like yeah, it's yeah. one of those things where i'm like is that that's a the same one was i sick when i was a kid and i fever dreamed that or what but um yeah this is just really cloying and reading about the history of this I guess there's a super famous, uh, I forget what country this is supposed to represent, because this, like, little cartoon, uh, uh Chil Chil I think I it's, uh, Chile? Chile? No, it's, uh, is it I mean, not Chile? Bajo? Alto? I'm not, um, I'm not sure. But anyway, I so I guess, like, the, each one of these cartoons is supposed to represent a different part of the country, just like the Donald Duck thing we just finished is supposed to be, like, the Peruvian part of the country. I think this is supposed mm -hmm. to be, like, the Chilean part of the country. And I guess one of, the, one of the cartoonists in Chile, when he saw this, he was, like, really insulted that, like, Disney decided to represent the Chilean people in this cartoon by this stupid little fucking baby airplane thing, which has nothing mm -hmm. to do with, like, the culture. It's just a weird, just, like, the airplanes just happen to fly in South America. And so I guess yeah. he created, like, this little Condor character who, like, his name was, like, Condorito or something like that, which I guess is, like, this famous Chilean cartoon character who is now... Like, for the last hundred years, been super famous all over South America, and it was all created because hmm. this one cartoonist saw this card. This specific part of this this movie, this, this one, one cartoon, cartoon was like, sucks so like, much this ass. This is fucking stupid. I could do better than this. And so, yeah, yeah, he made like a little, yeah, it's a flying condor kid as opposed to, uh, fucking, this is just, so the well, he, he wants to go fly mail. Well, there's, and there's a mom plane, a dad plane, a baby plane. Yeah. Pedro. It's fucking dumb. Dad, dad delivers the mail. To do so, he has to go past a particularly nasty mountain. The mountain doesn't do anything, it's just sitting there. Yep, one day his dad was sick as hell, he couldn't do it. Mom couldn't do it because she got high oil pressure, get it? Which is, so yeah. A, so it's up to the baby. Wouldn't that be they good for an airplane, him, though? Because, like, low blood sugar, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. They tell him, beware of downdrafts, whatever. He's scared of the, also be scared of the mountain. I it's do spooky. like the mom says, put on your, make sure to wear your muffler. And he's wearing yeah. the, the scarf, and I was like, okay. Okay. <laughs> Pedro, he flies off. He's doing pretty good. But then he saw that mountain with the mean face and got scared. But he flew right past it because it's just a fucking mountain and can't do anything. It's a fucking inanimate object, yeah. <laughs> he made it to his goal, picked up the mail, started going home. Nothing bad ever happened to him. The end. But then he gets cocky, bumps into a vulture. Forgot about the mail. Oh no. He bumped into the mountain, which just sits there doing nothing. Great. How intense. Then it starts to rain. Lightning thunder. Oh no. I'm so invested in this stupid baby plane. He drops the mail. Catches it. While the narr narrator yells at him, forget the mail. Get above the storm. Climb. The narrator is so condescendingly clawing. No, Pedro. No. You must climb higher, Pedro. Forget about the mail. Forget about the mail, Let's Pedro. No. Yeah, it's so like... He made it! He made it! What's what's happening? Oh no! He's he's out of gas! Oh no! Oh Pedro! I 
sounds back like he's coming home. in his pants when Pedro dies. It's the weirdest thing. Back at home, yeah. his parents are like, our kid is dead as hell. It is, dude. Like, I do like the, like, they're shining the lights to look for their what's son. What's that sound? Yeah. Yeah. What's that sound? It's Pedro. He made it back. Don't ask me how he did it. Well, that's just some fucking thanks, lazy thanks, ass Disney shit, right? This, this may be the laziest cartoon of, they've ever done. Ran out of gas. Oh he made God. it home. Yeah. Don't ask us how he did it. We couldn't be bothered to think of a way. And so it, like, lands on his head, and you get to yeah. see inside the, his mailbag that, like, his mailbag just had, like, one postcard on it. And it's, I guess, yeah, it's says, something... Yeah, says, wish you were here, or whatever. I, it's, it obviously must be, like, a postcard from one real person to another, and just saying, like, oh, wish you were here. And then the mm-hmm. thing ends with, like, well, I guess the mail could have been important, and then just, like... Then it just suddenly cuts to... Like, there's no even real definitive end to the cartoon. It just kind of turns into more yeah. stuff of, like... Just the sh- They should have just had Donald shrug. Uh, yeah. <laughs> we tried so... T- hey, you know what? When we're, when you're the Disney company and you make as many cartoons as we do, you can't win them all. They're not all... No. You can't bat a thousand. Um, the, the one... <laughs> watching this again now, the one uh, other thing I did like about the cartoon is there's a bit where they show, like, what a what airplane skeleton looks like, and it's just, like, mm-hmm. airplane thing made out of bones? And even yeah. later, when Pedro, he's almost getting struck by lightning by the passive mountain that doesn't do anything. You get to see, like, his bones, and they show that his bones are, like, the airplane's bones they show earlier in the short, where it's not, like, it's, 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 uh, it, you have to watch the cartoon to see what I'm talking about. But the cartoon, ske- cartoon airplane skeleton thing, that's a funny joke. But, like, that is, that maybe that is, like, an insulting waste of time, that cartoon. And I could see why, if you're from Chile or whatever the hell that's supposed to be, I could see you're like you're like that's supposed to be us. Fuck this noise! I'm gonna do off my own thing. But yeah, fuck pa- Pedro made me the most kickable piece of shit <laughs> character Disney has created yet. And this is even yeah. including all the Cuphead shit, where it's like the goddess of spring and the d- dumb devil in his fucking pajamas and shit like that. <laughs> God yeah. damn, fuck Pedro. <laughs> It was uh, it was a real boring cartoon. Yeah. Anyway, it cuts back to more stuff. I think they're in like Argentina now or something. Like it's like live like live action footage. It's weird too because the the Pedro cartoon just cuts to, I guess it's supposed to be cartoon footage of the Disney animators landing, in the next destination. But they never mm-hmm. articulate that. So I thought the cartoon was just continuing, and I was waiting for Pedro mm. to show up for a second. I realized, oh no, this is just a segue. But it's just yeah. it's almost like too seamless. Where I'm like. I didn't realize the Pedro cartoon was over. I was like, that's it? Okay. So. You know, they're like, look at Grandpa's footage of Buenos Aires. But fuck that. Here's some gauchos paintings. Oh, yeah. Now here are some real gauchos beating on horses with belts and shit. These awesome. These guys are like in love with gaucho shit. I, mm-hmm. I wonder. Watch- because this is 1940. I guess because cowboy shit, you know, is so big in American culture. I wonder if they kind of keyed into this as like, oh, these are the South American cowboys. We have to make a big deal out of this because Americans will love this shit. I'm assuming that's why they're they're suddenly so like, we got to do, like, there's like live action. There's actual live action footage of gauchos on their horses and they look stupid as hell, but. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, it's like, um. So then they do some traditional dancing. Insightful commentary from Bill and, and Daniel on this week. Do some t- traditional dancing dubbed over by white people not quite doing traditional dancing. Oh yeah, or okay. Traditional yeah. music because the dancing's not that interesting. This does look very provincial. It's not that. The, the, I think this is a little more along the stereotype minds of people that that maybe they're trying to get away from with this with this propaganda, but. 
Yeah. Because yeah. it's just a bunch of people in silly clothes on this tiny little wooden deck. It doesn't look very sophisticated or interesting. I mean, hey, I'm not trying to slag on their in indigenous culture, but this is not the most interesting thing you could be showing in this goddamn movie. No. No. It's not very exciting. No. So, um... Fuck gauchos. Let's see. Yee! Boy! So he says, notice how the dances resemble some old-time square dances of North America. Hey, it's almost like we stole some of their culture and passed it off as our own. Exactly, but we yeah. would never do that. Heavens no. I love the lack of self-awareness uh, self -awareness here. Is yeah. I mean, well, hey, welcome to white people in the early 20th century, but still. Mm -hmm. So now we go to Texas. Goofy's hanging out as a cowboy wearing an outfit like Doc Brown dressed him. Yeah. Oh, he's take takes a big old drag on a cigarette and blows Which, it like a lasso. I had seen that like the tobacco. There is a warning on the Disney Plus thing saying, "Hey, this cartoon is presented as originally created with there's the uh, contains depictions of tobacco." I did see people saying that the version of this on Disney Plus was edited to take out the cigarettes because I guess they edited out uh, Goofy smoking and all like the VHS releases of this in like the 80s and 90s. So I don't know if Disney has changed that. Since oh, the Disney yeah, Plus because he is fucking smoking. It's not just like they're not editing around it. He blows smoke rings and everything like that. So, which maybe, maybe because they looked and said, "Hey, one person has watched this, and it seems like it was an accidental." <laughs> Ain't no accidental little viewing. kids going to go through the Disney through the decades collection going, "Oh, saludos amigos! I have to watch that." Yeah, exactly. It's the only yeah. people watching this are fucking old people or stupid people, and that's us. So yeah. Yeah. Oh. We fit both of those demographics. The <laughs> overloping circles. That's us. <laughs> so. Did you write down all the words uh, for what what constitutes the costume of a gaucho? Fuck no. <laughs> the bombachas, the pañuelo. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He gets sent down to South America where he becomes a gaucho. He learns all the words for clothes, which I, I don't remember. Do like he just gets sucked correctly. through the air like God picks him up and puts uh -huh. him in. Where the, I guess Argentina, yeah. Uh, there's a horse that ropes up Goofy instead of Goofy roping up the horse. I, I, I do give this cartoon one thing. The transitions. I fucking love their transitions. In I this, this is like the one cartoon of all Disney cartoons where I don't know. I, did the animators just get bored? Decide like well, let's just do fun because every transition in this cartoon, this particularly yeah. Goofy short, is is it's the most interesting thing about the cartoon. It's like, like that's the it'll the scene will the new scene will slide in from the right, but it'll hit Goofy in the ass and it'll be like, whoa! Which I kind of wish they did more. That's kind of a very Looney Tunes kind of thing to do, and I wish they would do that more often. Yeah, there's mm -hmm. even a bit where the scene rolls up towards the mm -hmm. sky, like it's rolling like a piece of paper, and they even get <laughs> like the shadows on the rolling paper right because of what it's revealing is like Goofy having a campfire beneath. I just, I love the idea of that happening in Star Wars when they pick C-3PO <laughs> up and it hits him and he's like, ah! Well, they kind of do that a little bit because like in the first Star Wars movie, there is the part where like they pick up C-3PO but that's to see lips with him, but if they yeah. had actually like, yeah, that's the closest like I've ever seen a live action <laughs> movie kind of do that, but yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. I love cartoons. Cartoons are great. Even when they're not great, mm -hmm. they're great. Um, well, we did just watch that plane cartoon. Well, at least, you know what? I, that, I guess that beats a literal stick in the ass. Not by much, but like, yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. So, um, learn how to eat. One bite, one 
chew, cut, switch it. There around, is not chew, much. Eat, like he cooks, you know, he cuts up a steak with he some. He bites bread his meat. knife. Yeah. There you go. Uh, the transition know. there is like there's like a diagonal wipe that that, that, mm -hmm. that drags Goofy away, which is cute. Like that's the other thing. Yeah. The transitions they don't ever repeat the same transition of the this cartoon too. You're, in fact, I get to the point you're just waiting to see what the new fucking crazy transition is and not really actually paying attention to what's happening. Mm-hmm. Then there's an ostrich. Oh, this where is the whole end of the cartoon. Yeah. Okay. They use bolos to catch it, and then they're like, "Let's watch that again in super slow motion." And then it's get a good goofy joke. Watch him in slow motion. Watch him stab him with his own asshole with his spurs. Oh yeah. Then it's nighttime. Goofy sings a song, but in an amazing twist, it's not him. It's a ding dang dong old record. <laughs> well, we we. Then it's dance time. Goofy and his horse. Traditional dance seen through the eyes of a white dude who just wants to make funny ha-has. Don't care about it. like, hey, look, they're dancing like a rooster. Isn't it funny? And also he's dancing. I can see that being a little... Right? Because it's like you're trying to show what gaucho culture is like and the guy's just dancing with his horse in a dress. It's a little like... I don't know if you want to call it racist, but it's a little like... Like, especially if you're trying to present this culture in a positive light. I mean, although, yeah. you kind of expect- it's fucking Goofy. It, they're, Goofy's yeah. gonna do dumb shit, but yeah. Yeah. We will return after these messages. Carnival in Rio. Out of these spectacular scenes, the gay, colorful rhythms of Brazil at Mardi Gras time, the pulse-pounding sweep of the Pampas, the exotic beauty of Peru, Argentina, Brazil. Out of the romantic laughter of dashing gauchos and carefree dancers comes the inspiration for Walt Disney's glorious new musical feature, Saludos Amigos. Introducing you to the dancing llamas of Peru. And Pedro, the baby airplane, who has to fly the mail all by himself because his papa has a car. Bringing you Goofy in a new setting. And Donald, trying his best to learn that tantalizing South American dance, the samba, from his Brazilian friend, Joe Carioca. To the tempo of that top hit tune, Brazil. Back to our show. Help. Goofy catches his ass on fire in the fire pit, and then it flies back to North America and says so long. Tip he says. God, it, we're uh, almost done with this. Whatever. There's yeah. like ten minutes left in this. Well, this also this is also the shortest quote unquote feature Disney ever put out. It's 42 minutes long, which is barely. I guess back in the 40s, the the definition of feature film well had to be a minimum 40 minutes long. Mm. So, which I it guess... was an hour and a half till they cut out all the racism. <laughs> There's just like three cartoons of Mickey Mouse and Donald Duck just beating up people on the streets of Argentina. Oh mm. my god, yeah. Um, but yeah, then it just cuts back to more live-action footage of... Mm. Yeah. On to Rio. I like how they like get one shot of Jesus on the hill, and it's like from 200 miles away just and zoomed like, in and yeah. blurry. And even the right. announcer is like, in the shadow of our great savior, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But that's, yeah. You're like, I think if I squint, it looks like something. 
Yeah. Well, I, I I didn't realize too that I guess there's multiple Christs down there because even during the Pedro cartoon, they talk about how like Pedro flies over a statue of Christ in the middle of the Andes Mountains, and I was like, wait, is that a real thing? And I guess it is like Christ of the Andes. Is he mm. demarks the, the the border between like Argentina and and like. Um, Tanzania or something. <laughs> Where the fuck down there? I should learn yeah. a little more about South American. Uh, nah, I go with Tanzania. God, yeah, but. Yeah. And then they're like, look at the sidewalks. Great, amazing. Oh, they got Thanks, wavy guys. sidewalks. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Again, just showing the fact that they have sidewalks because I think it, like yeah. the whole thing is like before people just thought they, look, like, everyone South America just guys. Eating okay. The dirt. Yeah. We were partying in Rio. This is all the footage we got that you can use. This is, not we were so drunk down there the whole time. Just the fact that uh -huh. we took photo of the sidewalk is like a huge thing. Mm-hmm. And here's some art. Yeah. Here's a green parrot. Just give him some clothes and a cigar, and now he's from South America. It'll be hilarious. And here's music of Brazil, the samba, played by a bunch of stuffy old white dudes in an animation studio. Yeah, it's a little... I mean, they do shoot kind of a party where there's a samba later on, too, which is actually kind of cool. Yeah, they, well, there's well, a they parade. I think they do carnival, yeah. Yeah, um, singing dubbed over. There's a lot of dudes right there that look like Walt Disney. Well, that's the thing. That's why people... <laughs> this is the one thing when they, when they talk about Disney's mom being South American, they're like... Walt Disney kind of looks like, if you kind of, like, look, like, it could could not totally be wrong, but who knows, but yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. It's, uh, it's got a, a, a lot of women singing. with unibrows, too, dancing in yeah. this shit, but yeah. Hundreds of songs are written for the Carnival. We stole one. <laughs> So, good luck trying to sue us, Brazil. Well, it's also Fuck the you. one song about Brazil I've ever or heard Rio. of, which is the Brazil song, which is like, yeah, yeah. if you've ever seen, yeah, again, Terry again. Brazil, Brazil. It's funny, like, this, I guess this cartoon show created kind of like the stereotype presentation of Brazil that has stuck for like a hundred years now. Yeah. And is, this is the thing where he's like, this is a watercolor of Brazil. And so it's like they're doing the Bugs Bunny, like, the paintbrush, like, painting the whole world and stuff like that. Which, that's kind of yeah. cool. It's it's not that fascinating, but just from a technical thing, it's always kind of well, a thing. But... Yeah, that's kind of not. But as far as for Disney animation goes, it's really, it's like their C or D tier Well, that's the that thing, because they all like the they best animators it. were on strike. So that's, this. Mm -hmm. I mean, you're almost, actually, that's, what, that's, that's what's going on, you yeah. Um, yeah. Eventually, it makes Donald and a parrot who gives Donald his card, and his name is Jose Caricota. I don't know. Yeah, I don't have not good with that last name. Which I saw according to the internet is funny because like carioca is supposed to be like a term for a very specific person from Brazil, like specifically from like Rio de Janeiro. But I guess this guy, the guy that got the, got the voice, Jose. Uh, he has mm -hmm. a Brazilian accent, but it's not from. It's not the kind of accent a carioca would have. So it's like, mm. it's like it's like if you had an Italian character and he's supposed to sound like specific like Godfather kind of guy, but for some reason you got him and he doesn't sound like the God. He sounds like uh, that's you got this parrot character. Mm -hmm. He talks very fast. Yeah, very excited to meet Donald. Duck. Very sweet. It's always lot. nice to see a very gregarious, happy, fun kind of cousin of Donald Duck here, which is very cute. Mm -hmm. Yeah, talks fast in a different language, which he eventually breaks out and says, now I go to town, get some tail, get blasted. Come on, let's go. Let's do yeah. it. Yeah. Put on that KK Samba and we're going to dance. I just collected all the KK songs last night. 
I need to get the birthday party song, but I've got all the collectible songs though. But yeah, mm-hmm. I think Samba was like one of the last ones I needed to get, which got which reminded me of that. But mm-hmm. neither oh, here nor there. This, this Samba song that they play here is probably the most authentic sounding thing so far. Oh yeah, yeah, I guess. I mean, I don't know if it's authentic from anything. Yeah, yeah that was know, cute. Just because like anything that's not like ah, it's cool. It's, it's slightly exotic. It's kind of cool. Mm. To see, yeah. They dance. Was the world's painted around them? They sit at a table and outside of a uh, little uh, restaurant type place Donald's like fuck yeah soda pop and <laughs> it does Jose look like it works tangerine soda yeah which I have no idea He's, what it actually is but Jose seems to be a fan of uh, it yeah. Kasasha. Okay, it's yeah. a fermented uh, uh, sugar cane drink that is legally required to be made in Brazil so it's kind of like they're absent I guess I uh, guess it's enough that like Donald when he drinks it he spits fire and lights a Donald Jose's drinks cigar. some alcohol, breathes fired, and lights a <laughs> cigar. Like Donald, cartoon for babies. Donald is fucked up for the rest of the cartoon. I'm watching it now, and he just spends the rest of the cartoon hiccuping while Jose starts <laughs> tapping on his matchbox. Uh, just and like, yeah, it's just Donald and Don, drunk Donald looks fucking fantastic. Oh yeah, and then it cuts to silhouettes of people playing salsa music. Not salsa, samba music. And mm-hmm. the, end of the... the camera pulled back, pulls the shape. To show a painting of Brazil and do the end. Yeah, that is. I guess we do see down Donald uh, dancing in silhouette with like um, who's the lady with the fruit on her head? That's that kind of thing. I don't know if it's supposed to be that specific. Chiquita banana Chiquita lady. Chiquita banana lady. That's always. <laughs> you know, well, that's just racist to say right there. I don't know whatever. But yeah, that's and that, yeah. The pans out and that's it. That's it. That's now yeah. we have done our justice to South America. It's... It's wild to think it was popular enough to get a follow-up with the Three Caballeros, but I guess America's where it didn't know shit outside of their tiny little town bubble, yeah. so even a whiff of another culture was enough to be like, I can oh, see that amazing. being, like, legitimately exotic, although even I would imagine, like, 1942, even people back then were like, what the fuck is this paper shit? What does this have what to do with anything? Um, I'm kind of watching... It does look like Three Caballeros is more of, like, an actual... It's less of a travelogue and actually more of, like, an animated, like, here. Well... I'm scanning through it now. Well, they actually do go to Mexico, so it's not just the South America, but it's like... I wonder if they go to Central America, too. Uh, oh god, there's weird, like... Oh, Donald's dancing with a live-action lady? Okay, Three Caballeros seems to be a little more nuts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, wow, this is actually... It's, what the it's hell got is a this? through line. Okay. The Three Caballeros got a through line, because Donald's like... Uh, go. Yeah, and he's hanging out with Going Jose. on a magical vacation type deal. Oh god, there's a... Oh, there's the... Uh, that's the thing. There was like a flying burrow. I remember seeing things of as a kid. Okay, but that's oh, that'll yeah. be next Disney for the decade. Did you um? Are we talking about the Goofy cartoon too? Sure, we might as well. We only uh, got which... forty-four minutes recorded so far. Yeah. Uh, so this is uh as at least uh as it's presented now on Disney through the decades uh on Sunday morning, July nineteenth to twenty twenty. Uh, in the presentation, it goes from Saludos Amigos to ha- Goofy's How to Play Base, uh, How to Play Football, to Three Caballeros. How to Play Base. Boom, 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 and so, yeah, so I guess we'll do this one short in between Saludos Amigos and Three Caballeros, and then we'll do Three Caballeros next time, and I assume after that we'll do another six shorts, right? Yeah. And Oh, yeah, that'll be another six shorts, and then we're up to Miracle 34th Street, which I'm assuming we're going to skip. Okay, okay. Hell okay. yeah. Um, but I can't yeah. imagine what kind of situation would arise where we're like, yeah. yeah. Yeah, with it be- not being an actual Disney movie and being Christmas. Uh, I might mm-hmm. watch it just to... Just... Why not? Why not have Christmas in July? But, uh, but sure. uh, how to play... How does Goofy play football? 
well, it's not the normal voiceover guy, which I was gonna be harumph about. Yeah. But he, this guy talks so fast that I don't think the other regular guy could have done it. He's more pompousy. I wonder. This is very, this is very sportsy. The animators were on strike, not the voice actors. That wouldn't be the excuse of why they couldn't get the same guy back, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. There's a stadium, and there's so many goofs pour into it. Good flood, o goofs. I think this is where all of their good animators were not making the other cartoon. They were try drawing these hundreds possible. and hundreds of goofies pouring in. I could totally see Saludos Amigos being kind of the B thing, especially if Disney was already getting paid by the government, so they didn't have to necessarily worry about being good because they were already getting paid. So it's not like they were worried about like the, the the proceeds from the box office on this. Whereas like this being another goofy short, they had to make it, you know, it had to stand on its own. So. Yeah, yeah. They, they, they put a lot of time and effort. And you know what? It's terrible. We're only six months into this global pandemic, but already seeing even a cartoon representation of a sports stadium filled with 100,000 people, it was like, already made me kind of winsome for like, oh yeah, I remember when we do that. Especially we're only, should only be a month away from the new football season starting, too. And... How do you know that? What? This is, we're like a month away from football. Oh, I, man, being from Pittsburgh, even if you're not super into football, you just learn... That's just the the, mm. the the ebb and flow of the seasons and the tides is oh, okay. like like late summer in Pittsburgh was always like like you know like I knew it was t getting close to back to school season when you start hearing about like so and so Steelers have reported a training camp in like early mm. August and which I know that okay we're only a month away because football season starts as soon as we go back to school so anyway shut up. Oh, okay. No, that's fine. We got plenty of time to kill. And also, this is the old-timey football shit where, like, I need to go back. Uh, I, I, <laughs> I wanna... Leather helmets and go It's the leather the helmets loop. and the big padded pants where it's, like, they're belted up through the loops and everything like that. Like, which looks... Yeah, I can see why all this shit got changed to what we know it today, where it's actually, like, you know, face guards and stuff like that. But, you know, this is the old-timey football stuff. Mm-hmm. <sighs> it's, um... The joke is the voiceover guy describes what happens to play football, but the crowd cheers too loud and you can't hear him. And then they do that same joke right after that, but there's a football player running down the field, but you can't see him from the side because the sidelines are in front of the camera. Yeah. That's the joke. That's the joke. Also, this is, um, I guess there's a couple specific college football jokes in this. So, like, yeah, it's it's mm. taxidermy tech versus something something A&U or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Star, the joke is the star player gets, after he does his play and gets the touchdown, he gets a recliner on the sideline. And Yeah, because the the, the, the coach takes him out because he doesn't want to waste his best player uh, in, in the game mm -hmm. too much. So, yeah. Anthropology mm -hmm. A&M, that's what the other mm -hmm. This is the first Goofy short we've watched so far that really, to me, feels like you expect a Goofy short does because they pump. 5,000 jokes in 8 minutes into this thing. It is constant yeah. uh, I mean, visual jokes just really getting thrown at you. Yeah, I mean, Non-stop. We, we're, we're officially beyond the Cuphead era of Disney stuff and it's actually just more normal. Just Like, yeah, just what you'd expect like good quality Disney not to say this is the funniest uh, Goofy short we've even covered yet, but you know, it, we've, we've kind of hit that plateau yeah. where this is like the normal uh, Goofy cartoon you would expect. Yeah. Uh, which is funny, because, like, I'm kind of surprised you enjoyed this cartoon as much as you did, because it's not like you're much of a sports fanatic or anything like that. I don't know. I mean, the I point did, like, is... I, I mean, there's a, point, there's a point where one Goofy slaps another Goofy man on the asshole, <laughs> and he screams. Exactly. The jokes here aren't very specifically to football. 
It's still just people getting fucked up and hurting each other and stuff, yeah. Football is just an excuse to show a bunch of goose beating the shit out of each other. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep, I like the, uh, the, the joke where the the kicker kicks the other goof in the face. Which, it's the way the they ball. do that, because, like, he's trying to kick the football, but the guy's face gets in the way of the football. It's, like, very situational, but, yeah, the way that it's staged is really nice, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, just watching it now, just, just a whole bunch of, yeah, just, like, uh, I like I like the goofy cheerleader getting punched in the face over and over again by the other cheerleaders. Uh, there's one person who scores a touchdown by they're running so fast they don't actually move in place, but like the 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 yardage below them rolls up like a carpet beneath their feet and drags the mm-hmm. the end uh, the end zone towards them and they score a touchdown and yeah yeah um I do like their coach too because they made like this is the old stereotypical like football coach where it's some guy like in a like a uh, uh, overcoat and a hat drawn down over his eyes and he just smoking a cigarette, uh, cig- big chomping on a big cigar and just glowering at everybody mm-hmm. and stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so in the locker room, I like him bragging on everybody, yelling and screaming and trying all the tricks. Well, everyone's unconscious too, which is pretty funny. Yeah. Which is, I, they the always make a big deal out of halftime. Not uh, not even like the Super Bowl halftime show, but they always show like people, like in, in fiction, they always show like all the but in, like real life halftime is like ten minutes long, which I guess like for a football game that that, that that could be an eternity compared to everything else you're doing on the field. But it's funny that like I can't can't imagine there's that much of a chance to relax in a real football game just for like ten Probably minutes. Not. But, you know. Well, I don't know. Better than nothing, I, I guess. Know. But we, still, you and I are not ones to talk about football. Exactly. We don't know shit. But uh, star of the show goes in, gets demolished near the end zone, tackled up to hell and back. So they take him off to the side, but then they eventually put him back in. He's all loopy, stumbles around. The announcer eats him. I like that they've done it. It's, I've seen it done again or before this. I don't know where he's talking so fast. I think it's in maybe Casey at bat where the announcer's like talking in the microphone, but he eats it. Oh, yeah. I can see that. Yeah. I'm Casey sure. at the bat, that is. Is that a Disney short? Yes. Because I. Oof. I just saw a Bugs Bunny baseball be in short that, like, free. I couldn't remember. Yeah, okay. So, um... Cartoons. But eventually he stumbles and bumbles his way into the end zone. and I, I love it. I, I like the oof sounds the Goofies make when they fall Thank over and get the wind knocked out of them. Yeah, there's a cute thing where, like, there's a rising tide of uh, defensemen to, like, literally turn into, like... Mm-hmm. It's almost like the Japanese print of that tide thing. Kind of looks mm-hmm. like that. That's cute. Um, yeah. The yeah, it's a cute, cute, silly little cartoon. Uh, the coach Prime, is like primetime goofy, smoking like twelve cigars goes, at once, and mm-hmm, they win. The coach is now crazy, putting the straight jacket in. And yeah, um, just even the animation, wild. all the this hats they it. throw up at the end is cute, and just eh, it's mm-hmm. cute. It's it's yeah, it's terrible that it does give. How you... do you get yeah your hat back when you do that? When you do what? If everybody throws their hats up in the air at the same time, never, how do you get your hat back? I can see dude doing that at graduation because everyone's just wearing essentially the same hat anyway, so who gives a fuck if you get your hat back? Also, graduation is over, so you don't need it anymore. But, like, yeah. in that kind of situation, unless you've got it, like, tied on a string to your finger, yeah, you're going to lose that hat. Especially yeah. back in, the, like, the 1940s and 50s where everyone had to wear a hat. Like, you're gonna have to get mm-hmm. that hat back unless you're gonna buy a new hat. And you, you got a photo of your best girl stuck in the rim. <laughs> exactly, exactly, yeah. Uh, so yeah, that is how to play football with Goofy. And yeah, that is, um, that is that little batch of cartoon goodness. But actually yeah, pretty good. Sudis Mika's not that bad. 
Uh, no. The kind of like milk toast nature of Saludos Amigos is helped by the fact that it is so goddamn short. Uh, really yeah, Saludos Amigos, you turn to your head to blow your nose and you turn back around and it's done. And you're like, what happened? Even more than other Disney features, it's funny to think that's even considered a feature. Uh, it's funny because even like official listings and features and stuff like that, I almost never see. Unless you're going to Wikipedia where they're being really technical, you never see Saludos Amigos really listed. Even Three Caballeros might be no. listed, but not uh, Saludos Amigos. But... Yeah, that's okay. That's fine. It'd, it'd be really easy just to not know it existed because I don't. It's nothing that's ever like. Yeah, that's not like there's any interesting. I'm sure I or... knew of it, but I. Yeah. When didn't... the most interesting thing about your cartoon are the transitions during one of the goofy shorts. Like, not even the goo like any of the funny action within the Goofy short itself, but just, like, yeah. That's... Eh, yeah. it's not the end of the world, but... Um, nah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's alright. Yeah. Makes for short episode, always good times. Be curious to see what we think about that compared to... Three Caballeros in a couple weeks. Um... God, what else do we talk about? We need to pat High out the time energy 250th episode. Yeah, 250th episode. Man, so yeah, we've been doing this... We, this is This would be roughly around our... That'd be your sixth anniversary now. I'm like, assuming, uh, I yeah, don't know. we're assuming, and we've only skipped a couple An eternity? weeks. Eternity? I, I think with was it only within our last year that we've actually skipped a week or two? Because I know we used to yeah. pride ourselves on not having skipped anything, and that was only recently. Mm -hmm. So we've reliably been doing 52 episodes a year for. Well, I guess this would be yeah the end of our fifth year, so we're heading in our sixth year. So that's why we got 250 episodes now. So sometime during the I, yeah, because I think it was towards the end of August we, we started this podcast. But, um, yeah, 250 episodes is more of a landmark than our sixth anniversary, I guess. But yeah, I guess, yeah, yeah, we've talked. However you want to look at it. Yeah, talked about stuff we've done in the past, but man, yeah, this last especially with the fracturing of uh, the podcast list this last year with the. Us doing all this Disney through the decade stuff, it's been kind of an interesting year. Although, I, like, the fact that we've gotten this far in Disney through the decades, like, even if we stop this podcast now, or even stop the Disney through the decades half, not that I'm suggesting it like we do either, but, like, even if for some reason that happened, like, I still think it's, we've gotten farther with this than other actual dedicated Disney podcasts have, and we're only com committing half our time to the Disney stuff, which is, mm -hmm. which, well, we started this at the beginning of the year, right? The Disney through the decades stuff? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. For like, yeah, just for six months. Yeah, the fact that we're like halfway through the 1940s is pretty good. Actually, are we halfway? Because we're technically only 1942, but that that does not necessarily line up with the amount of content that's actually on the yeah. service. It's a yeah. Lot we are. Of I think we're actually within whatever the, the 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 batch of stuff they have. We're we're actually only a couple episodes away from actually being done with the 1940s. So yeah, this is the, yeah. the rest of the 1940s and a lot of the first part of the 1950s oh, is just shit. shorts. I this think. is actually this is kind of like the golden age for us because once we get in the 1950s, there's going to be more documentaries and shit like that. It's not just going to be like bouncing between classic animated films and the shorts. There's going to be more complications. Uh, like there's Treasure Island and uh. Walt Disney's Nature's Half Acre True Life Adventure. Like yeah. <laughs> it's going to be a little more. We're going to have to be juggling weird shit. Uh, the Olympic Elk, Waterbird. Story of Robin Hood. Yeah. Oh, yeah, this Yeah, I would. That is Disney. And I know that because, yeah. like, fucking my friend Annie, who was a huge Robin Hood nerd fan, like, that was one of her. 20,000 leagues under the sea with that guy with the chin. <laughs> the guy with the chin. You got the butt chin. Really? The only thing I know. Oh, wait, that, that's Kirk Douglas. Douglas. Yeah. 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 You got that, that, that deep, 
deep hole. I did see they. Oh man, they just added a couple. That's of actually that's actually what the twenty thousand leagues refers to. It's the, how deep his his cleft goes. The only thing I know about twenty thousand leagues under the sea is that the giant squid at the end was built by the same guy who made the shark from Jaws. Uh, they did just mm. add the pre-opening report from Disneyland just appeared this in a couple uh, days ago and I was watching that the other day, which is mm. just the episode of Disneyland they had like a week, like two weeks before the park opened. So it's just Walt Disney saying, we don't know if this place is going to work, but this is the state of this place now. We're just still installing the, 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 the water machines. <laughs> I look at it 1950s, I'm like, it doesn't look too bad, but then I looked one down at 1960s and yeah. oh no. <laughs> This, you start off with the side of Zero Pop. That's what I'm saying. This 1960s is where. Oh, yeah. That's when you, a, a Walt dies. B. It's just. it's That's when the Gray gates of Fryer, Bobby. Opens. Sammy, the way out seal. Are <laughs> we going to talk the about Prince Sammy? And the, you know. Popper. Oh, my God. I, I would watch Yellowstone Cubs. Maybe 1960s. We'll just do Sword of the Stone and just skip straight to the, the 1980s. Moon Spinners. God, it's the sound of music that is that Disney inherited of that, right? Yeah. Okay, Christ Almighty. That's definitely fun. The Ugly Dachshund. Those Callaways. Records Ghost. My Dog the Thief. Also, we get to the really dodgy era of just even like the icon art for Disney Plus gets really fucked up here too. Like where even Disney Plus even themselves couldn't be bothered to create good uh, thumbnails for half the stuff. I'm sure we'll love the love bug. I'm sure it won't just be an hour and a half of fucking Buddy Hackett crossing his eyes and going... Yeah. Man, you know what? When people ask me what one of my favorite Disney movies is, I always say Gus. And they're like, what the fuck is Gus? And I'm like, I don't know, but it's got fucking Donuts and a horse with a space helmet on. Uh, really? Because I, I tell them Sultan and the Rockstar is my favorite Disney movie. I don't even movie. see that. I think you're making that up. <laughs> That's no, it's the, one of the first ones in 1980. Oh no! Follow oh, the yeah, Empire Strikes Back with the Sultan and the Rockstar. <laughs> I like. Oh no! I wish I was dead. Uh, they do have. When a, do when, <laughs> when do we hit Mr. Boogity or whatever? <laughs> fuck I swear to God, Mr. Boogity only randomly appears in the selection just to scare you and disappear again. Because <laughs> I. I <laughs> God, you know this. I, you know, I didn't realize if we do actually, like, if we ever get up to the '80s, like, are we obligated to, like, are we gonna pick like one episode of the Gummy Bears to watch just to represent the Gummy Bears? Um, because we got. What the fuck is the small one? It's a Disney cartoon I've never heard of from 1978. Oh really? Let's see. This... A young boy discovers the true spirit of Christmas season. It must have been a TV special. It's 25 minutes. Oh yeah, it's okay. Yeah. When yeah. he give, oh, yeah. gives his beloved Wait, that, donkey the artwork a very looks special like... passenger. Is that something? It looks like Disney... Mowgli. But like that doesn't even look like actual Disney animation. Just from the thumbnail. It must if be some kind of weird. The landing page looks like Mowgli. Yeah, the landing page. That's I've never even heard of that. No. Jesus Christ. Oh yeah, then you kick out the candle shoe. <laughs> what mm. the hell is candle shoe? But then it's the Muppet movie, the Apple Dumpling. Thing. Oh my God, fucking crap. Oh yeah, Mr. Boogity is in the mid '80s. It it goes okay, from we got <laughs> Flight of the Navigator, time. Fuzz Bucket, the Mr. P D <laughs> Mr. Boogity <laughs> to the Luxo Junior. Okay, Jesus Christ. Do you think, oh, um... God. <laughs> do you think by the time we get to Mr. Boogity that they'll have changed the thumbnail to an I, actual, like... I can't imagine. ...thing that doesn't look like I can well, did you see what happened? They have... Did you see the Bride of Boogity? Yeah. <laughs> and that's actually as bad or worse, so it seems like they're intentionally, like... Like, <laughs> like popping a wheelie about how bad they can do with just the Boogity movies. 
They always seem to be a, a case of pride about how bad that boogity stuff is, so I will be bummed if they ever actually change it. Oh my yeah. god, so yeah, like like I said, like this 1940 stuff, this is actually the cleanest and truest path for us right now, because it's, <laughs> it's our path is going to get more fucked up and rocky yeah, as we get out of the 40s and into the 50s, and like, yeah, by the 60s and 70s, it's just going to be fucking, holy shit, good luck. But that'll Just be the fun of the podcast. Every single episode, we'll have the specter of Walt Disney crying behind us. Exactly. Oh, speaking of which, not that I want to jump to the next episode, but what well, I'm going to choose. Mm. But I did have an idea. I'm actually, scrolling through all the stuff that's on Disney Plus right now, I did have an idea. I don't know if you would mm -hmm. be down with it. Mm -hmm. Have you seen? I didn't realize this. This would. Uh, the Muffin Man. What's that? I've seen the Muffin Man. The Muffin Man. How's the, the Muffin Man? <laughs> he just asked, have you seen? And there's a muffin man. <laughs> Which, actually, that would be a fucking 1960s Disney thing from the 19th. But the fucking Don Knotts is the muffin man. <laughs> he's holding the platter all sideways. <laughs> muffins are spilling exactly. everywhere. And he's looking all bug-eyed. Have you seen that thing where they're rapping on stage and there's black people? and But it's about like people wearing silly little outfits and stuff called Hamleton. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I, we started it. I just watched it for the first time myself. It was not that bad, and I was like, oh yeah, actually, this is five years old. And I was thinking we could do that. Could? We could? We could? We could? We could? Just throw that out there. Yeah. I don't know if you... Yeah, actually, there was enough dancing and stuff in there, too. Not that it's, like, really hardcore dancing stuff in there. It doesn't seem to be that much. Although there was one black lady, she got, like, poofy hair that I'm, like, the whole time I'm watching, I'm going, mm, how you doing? Um, mm. did you see the print? <laughs> huh? I did a bad thing. I reposted about our episode about the jerk this morning on Twitter. And I, I had some photos of Bernadette Peters that I had to use up. And I posted mm -hmm. one where it shows off her titties where she's wearing, like, the diamond thing where they're at the, the snails restaurant. And I just posted it and it said, something, something, these cans. And I laughed at myself so hard. I was like, that's a terrible <laughs> joke, but I gotta post that. And so that's what that's. We love these cans. I was posted that. I was like, maybe that's even too much. But I thought it was like in keeping with the terrible sense of humor in that movie. But mm. the hell am I talking about? But I don't know. That, I had a good time talking about the jerk. I'm glad that you didn't absolutely hate it. No, that's fine. Oh my god. So maybe I don't know. I was thinking about maybe doing Hamilton next week, just for just it's such a big fucking thing that like that, that I I just caught up with and I I, I hate to say it. But I wonder mm -hmm. if that would kind of be a decent boost for the podcast in terms of listenership, too. Like, I don't know. Either either that'll be more people than usual or no one will listen to it because everyone's already so sick of Hamilton. I don't know which one of those is going to be, but we can find out. But uh, I, don't I don't know. Uh, how far did the Hamilton did you guys get? Uh, not very far. I think they just finished the, like, the, the, the toasting or some shit. Oh, I yeah. Yeah, there's, yeah. Oh, okay. We have a toddler. He is not... He doesn't let you watch just history uh, musicals. That's a good point. I didn't think about that. Does he love... Uh... <laughs> I'm trying to think of some of the worst... Well, did he love the jerk? Oh, he loved it to death. Well, well it's fucking... fucking right at Peter's memory hanging out. He's mm, lunch. Uh, uh, he's a little bit past I was about that. to say, well, because he's almost... Yeah, he's going to be three years old in a couple months, but... <laughs> Uh, how long are you, well, yeah, I was about to, how long are you supposed to breastfeed your kids for? Nah, there's no set thing. Is it I like mean, less than a year? Every, it, it varies from person to person. Everybody's got their different things. There's no 
I mean, granted, when you see, like, the, like, newspaper articles about, I'm still breastfeeding that's... my child, and he's seven. My only reference is that shit, that. and I'm like, that sounds bad. Like, if your kid's going to school and they're still breastfeeding, that's probably a bad thing, but... Yeah, everybody's um... got their different things. There's no right or wrong answer, per se. Did you ever see The Emperor's New Groove? Uh-huh. Whenever you fired up Salutus Amigos, it just kick you out to The Emperor's New Groove. <laughs> you have a better yeah. time, you'll learn about as much about South American culture as that. Um, just thinking about all the llama-related humor in uh, Salutus Amigos. Mm-hmm. It's almost like we did an episode on that for this podcast. Shit, did we? Uh-huh. Much granted, that was a long time ago. It's been five years, so... That would have probably yeah. been one of the earlier ones, too, I would imagine, because that doesn't seem very recent. Yeah, Maybe middle like we had a special guest star on that episode. Oh, God, who did we have? We had uh, Mr. Matt J. Oh, he was with us? Uh-huh. And now he's dead. I feel bad if anyone's like, I have been, you alerted me to the fact that Matt J disappeared from Twitter. And I think he's still uploading podcasts, because, like, his podcast yeah. feed is still operating. Um, but that could be, I, we don't know what happened to Matt J, Mr. Matt J. Matt, uh, what's his actual yeah. real name? He probably just realized Twitter's a cesspool and left. Uh, hopefully, yeah. Just like um, any sane person but yeah, do. He's been gone for, like, a couple weeks now, too. That's the alarming thing. I thought he was gonna just, gonna disappear. If you know Mr. Matt J on Twitter, which, uh, yeah, his... He hosts the Cartoons 101 podcast. He's mm-hmm. affiliated with the, the Retronauts. The Deep End and, podcast. Yeah, oh, he, you know, he's he, yeah, affiliated with the Talking Simpsons guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's a, he's a huge cartoon nut. Oh, God, I forgot that we actually did a podcast with that poor bastard. Maybe he remembered that he did a podcast with us and he just vanished. He just couldn't take enough of him. He just said, fuck this shit, I gotta get out of here. Just so ashamed. Oh, my God. But yeah, hey, Mr. Matt J, if you're still out there, God knows you're not listening to us, but if you ever do listen to this, I hope you're okay. Um... God, I hate to think he got COVID or something like that, although you think we would have heard he's about He's still that, doing right? podcasts, Bill. Oh, is he? No, but he's uploading yeah. episodes, but... Wait, they could have been Wait, automated. Is he, just, Are... is he just he's just recording into the void and just... <laughs> well, no, they could he could have had, like, a backlog that he's still just, like, you know, has, has his computer, like, they've all been uploaded. They were just, like, you know, they're just being automatically, you know, just updated through... I don't know. It's not for us to speculate. Why? Well, well, I'm just saying you know, we hope he's okay. But we only know through the internet. Uh, but yeah, maybe Hamilton ne- next week. Maybe. We'll see, maybe ish. Who knows? Um, Who knows? just because like I just haven't watched it now and been like, oh, okay, that's actually not that bad. I've been reading up more about the history and stuff, so I'm kind of going through my own little Hamilton little mini phase mm-hmm. right now. Even though I completely acknowledge it's you know politically weird and stuff like that because it's you know it's. it's that Hamilton, I went through that whole thing of Hamilton being the greatest thing in the world to suddenly everyone being like, oh, it's problematic and you shouldn't like it, to now that's on Disney Plus again, everyone's like, oh, Hamilton's pretty good. And so I want to, that's why I was thinking, well, maybe we'll talk about it before, like, the, there's a second backlash of everyone. Who gives a shit? Who gives a fuck? Stop. Just enjoy that's the things. Question. Enjoy the things you like without worrying about what other people are going to think about, I guess. Yeah. Oh, man. Anything else going on? Animal Crossing? Just, just tugging away, tugging away. Oh, you got away fucked Animal by Crossing. Animal Crossing this week, huh? Because you experimented. I did. Oh, <laughs> nah. That's I only put 100k into turnips, and I yeah. I had a friend who got me. I think I bought him in like 100 and something bells each. Yeah, that's that's a rough price too. Yeah. Yeah, and then but I had a friend who was like, "Hey, I'm selling for 126." So I oh, a little bit. Okay, good. I didn't lose money. Cuz I was, was looking fine. even this morning. Like this week I had some of the lowest prices I've ever had consistently. I had like prices yeah. like 50 or 40s, which that even for mm-hmm. me that's pretty rare cuz actually just like 2 weeks ago for the first time I had prices that were in the like mid 300s. 
for the first time. Um, but well, I'm glad to see you guys made a tiny profit. Off yeah, that, but, it's all fine. Yeah, whatever. Just even all the hassle you have to do of like, depending on how much. Did you buy a whole like uh, inventory's worth of turnips too? No, oh, okay. like I said, only 100k. So it was only like 10 stacks or something. I don't remember. Yeah. Usually, what I'll do is I'll clear out and essentially buy two bricks, two inventories worth of uh, turnips, and, and haunt the uh, uh, turnip subreddit for for good prices for the next couple of days. I stock loaded up, stockpiled enough money. I haven't had to worry about that recently, and yeah. So, but yeah, in terms of video game stuff, yeah, it's been pretty quiet. You're playing Paper, Paper Mario. I just finished Last of Us, and. Yeah, I'm glad you're liking yeah. the Paper Mario. Last of Us you... 2 for me was bullshit. Won't talk about spoilers, how that Last of Us treat you. Spoilers for Last of Us 2, one of the most disappointing games I've ever played. Yeah, I didn't go in with heightened expectations either. It's not like Last of Us 1 was one of my favorite games of all time. But the storytelling decisions and how they try to force you to do violence in that game and then try to shame you for doing the violence that they forced you to is just mm. such a fundamental misunderstanding of games as a medium. It's just so like this. This if if you're gonna tell the story about how violence is terrible, write a fucking book. Like don't like try to make people feel bad for playing your game when you're making them do bad stuff that the player already knows is bad. Your player's not learning anything. It just makes you look like an asshole. Mm. And so yeah, that kid. And also that game was w too long by far. It is I that took me 35 hours to beat that game. And that game has about like six hours of story. It could have been easily awesome. just been like a 20-hour game, and even then it was still been a little flabby, but... So, yeah. I don't regret having bought it. At least I can... That's the terrible thing, is I like... At least I'm like, well, at least I can understand what everyone's talking about when they have an opinion about this game, but... Mm -hmm. Oof, I do. But yeah, I don't know. Yeah, there's... Aside from maybe the big Halo game that I'm assuming will launch aside the new Xbox this year, I guess we're past all the E3 announcements that would have happened... If there had been yeah. E3, so I can't imagine what else is coming. I well, it's weird because now Nintendo is playing things closer to the vest, where they only announced the new Paper Mario game that you're playing like a month ago. So they could have something mm -hmm. crazy out, crazy coming out this fall that we won't even find out about until September. Um, maybe who knows? But yeah, there's nothing else coming out this year that I really give a shit about. Last of Us Two was kind of it. Um, yeah. Yeah. Hopefully, there's more interesting. Yeah, stuff they haven't there. even announced a new Battlefield or Call of Duty or nothing. Which man, especially man, Call of Duty. Or are they just gonna turn that into an always online service? Just like I don't want to have to like buy a whole new game, especially after having invested so much time and money unlocking stuff in the most recent Call of Duty. No, it's I'm just... sure they're talking about it with this current one. Yeah, um, it seems inevitable. Just uh, yeah, move it. Th if any game belongs to be to, like needs to be a service, that <laughs> yeah, especially because I'm sure they're making more money through the microtransactions than they are even just selling the base game. So just, yeah. just, and you'll, you'll get more people buying the microtransactions if they know that micro, those microtransactions aren't going to be, like, unused within a year. Like, I don't know. So, we'll see. Especially Fortnite, because Fortnite never makes that stuff obsolete. And if, like, if you think anything would be pushing uh, Battlefield and, and Call of Duty towards the games of service model more than anything else, it would be Fortnite. But mm, it's me saying that we should get into Fortnite. <laughs> Yeah, there we go. Oh, God. But... We're in the age bracket for it. I guess there is the Star Wars... There's the flying game, the Squadrons game, that's coming out sometime this year. Um, oh, you wouldn't yeah. have any interest in that, would you? I don't know if you Heck ever yeah, care about it. Uh, if I... Bundle out my VR. Oh, I forgot about VR. that. Oh, yeah, it does have VR support. I got a bundle... Yeah, crack mine up. I still need to 
finish that VR, the uh, Sony VR, the the game with the little dude, the best game on the system. What is that called? With the little robot guy. Mm -hmm. Uh, Astrobot. Astrobot. Like I saved the last world. Just I did that typical thing where I'm gonna save that shit for a rainy day, and I never got around to. God, well, there was something else we were talking about doing for the podcast recently where I was, like, saving for any... You, you keep on pushing me towards Adventure <laughs> Everything. Time. Um, yeah, I did just finish the last episode of Adventure Time. That's a good-ass show. The actually the last episode of the core show, not the Distance World stuff. Well, that was good, on. too, but everything... Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So, yeah, Everyone started Distance well? World, too. Yeah. Huh, good. Because, yeah, you've been... I only saw the first three or four seasons. I didn't realize there was, like, ten seasons. But I'm glad to see it's it stuck the landing for you, then. Yeah. Um, do you have HBO now? Because that's where they're yeah. they're showing the new Disney, the uh, Adventure Time Distant Land stuff. Yeah. yeah okay. okay, I guess we could wrap it up. We, we, we stretched this out yeah, into an sure. hour and almost 20 minutes, so... Yeah, he's Madrid on Twitter. I'm the Grumpy Turtle on TwitterTartyPodcast.com. All that stuff. Share some around. Whatever. I can't imagine too many people watch this, but I mean, it's only 40 minutes, so maybe they did. That's the I thing. How many, A, how many people are going to watch or care about Saludos Amigos? B, divide that by half by how many people want to hear someone else talk about Saludos Amigos. That's like, mm -hmm. this This is the podcasting fool of someone trying to tell you about their dream they had. <laughs> like, who's going to yeah, yeah. willingly buy into that? So if you, if anyone clicked on this episode, listened to it, even got this far, thank you. You just unlocked... If this were a Call of Duty game, you've just unlocked the best little metal thing that you could put on your character for your little icon stuff. But yeah, you look at yeah, a little we gold did star. It. But we did it. Saludos amigos. That was actually kind of cute. Yeah. I did like, especially knowing that was kind of the B team who wasn't on strike. Uh, I wonder. I guess it would also be a lot of scabs and stuff worked on that. That uh, Saludos amigos too. So it was actually, like you said, you could you could tell in the animation that it wasn't quite the the, the A team, but it still wasn't that bad. And for something that was no, just like a funny. piece of propaganda by the State Department, eh, not that bad. It could have been worse. Oh, yeah, it could have been a ton worse. We'll get to stuff that's a ton worse than that. Come on now. Yeah. Hopefully not in the near distant future. Not in the near future. Yeah. But, yeah, we'll see. We'll find out. So, okay, we'll figure mm. out what we're doing next week. Maybe it'll be Hamilton. We'll figure out stuff. If, any, yeah, if, we figure if listeners have an opinion about whether or not it's Hamilton, let us know. Mm -hmm. um, but, yeah, that's it. Yeah. Yep, that's it. I got no witty way to end this. So until next time, people are the host of Pop Culture. So long, everybody. Out. Adios, amigos. Oh. Oh, I'm lifting up my little can of Coke and, like, winking in your general direction. <laughs> Adios, amigos. Every time I try to do fake bad Spanish, I just end up uh, sounding extra fucking insanely racist. So even... <laughs> hola, hola, amigos. God, yeah, hey, amigos. That's what I get for having like been born in El Paso, Texas, and all my That's families from get. like Kentucky and shit like that. So everyone sounds like we would like two tacos, por favor. So yeah. Dondio Talos Park. Biblio tacos. I would like some carnitas asadas. I can't even remember. Fucking <laughs> okay, shut up, Bill. We want the pollos, the polos chicken, chimichanga. Yeah. Okay, this is also. Mm -hmm. this, it's actually also kind of getting sound like I'm from Minnesota, not from Texas. But yeah. Chimichanga. Ah, okay, take care, guys. Hi, Austin.
Oh, actually, the... Taco and burrito combo on the ride over. Well, probably Mexican. Says he's from Lake Titicaca. Lake Titicaca? Lake Titicaca. Okay, find out where the hell Lake Titicaca is. Nicaragua. Nicaragua? Agua for my bunghole. Bunghole. Oh, yeah, and he keeps saying he needs TP for his bunghole. <laughs>